Welcome to the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. This is the source for all things high adventure for scouts, scouters, and anyone else interested in promoting high adventure trips for our youth. You can find all kinds of great high adventure options for your scouts at highadventurescouting.com. We are constantly updating the list of cool trips, and we want your input on your best trip. Welcome, High Adventure Enthusiasts. We're excited, as always, to highlight a High Adventure face on this edition of the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. Today, we're joined by Lisa Abernathy, past director for the Swift High Adventure Base in Missouri. Now, Swift High Adventure Base is located at SBRF Scout Ranch in Southeast Missouri. It's operated by the Greater St. Louis Area Council, the Boy Scouts of America. This is also my home council, so I'm excited to highlight this program and, and learn a little bit more about what's going on in my own council. So, Lisa, thanks for joining us today on the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, I give this caveat every time I do a, a podcast. Uh, I want to want us to give the listeners a little more information about your program offerings, and you know, I'm just I just kind of jump into things and let you tell us kind of cool things going on. At, uh, at Swift. Sure. So we uh, run as a venturing camp. We um, Our accreditation is under venturing camp, which is unique. We are one of the few venturing camps um, in the nation. There really aren't a lot when you go search for that. Um, so that's one of the really cool things. And so we run as a program for older scouts. We certainly would love to have um, older scouts that meet that venturing age requirement. So 13 um, 14 or 13 and out of eighth grade, um, up to that 20 year old age requirement. Um, and so we run programs for everybody. We invite the crews to come. We are able to take provisional youth. Um, a lot of times our older scouts will come in as a provisional and then we place them, uh, with a crew or a unit. We have had older scout units come in, um, the units stay on our one of our five campsites. Uh, we have platform tents, and it's a dining hall program. The units sign up with their program counselor for programs in uh, rock climbing, rappelling, high challenge course, and low course, and those get scheduled. And then we've got open programming times morning and afternoon every day for all the aquatics programs, swimming, sailing, um, pretty much every boat you can think of on a, a small lake there. Um, we've got horseback riding. We do trail rides. Uh, we've got a mountain bike course. Um, and then we run all sorts of in-camp program as well. Um, we've got a place where we do ascending. We do crate stacking, mountain boards. Um, pretty much if you're bored, it's because you've chosen to be bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting. Yeah. The first question I had is uh, indicating this obviously is a venturing-based uh, program. If a, if a scout comes in uh, to the program and they're not a, a you know, signed up as a venturer, uh, what, what happens then? Not a problem at all. We're not based on advancement. We really are come and do these fun activities. We do have options for people that want to work on advancement with um, training programs and a checklist that our staff can work with with people if they want to work on advancement, but really we're there to have fun and 
go do cool stuff. So it really doesn't matter um, whether they're registered as a venturer or a scout. Okay. All right. But I know that's a question I would have, and I assume that I'm probably like most people mm -hmm. so, uh, curious about that. So, um, so you said it's kind of an open, uh, open program. Is that uh, just, you know, if you're in that particular, is it, is it decided on as a group or as an individual or how does the, you know, one, one, uh, a couple people want to do uh, horseback riding and the other want to do mountain biking. Uh, what's the, what's the layout there and how does that work? It's a little bit of everything. Um, when the unit signs up for the climbing and the challenge course and the rappelling, we give as many slots um, for those as the unit wants. So if only half of the youth want to go climbing, that's fine. Um, not a problem. Um, so those are the only ones that are scheduled into a certain block. Um, the mountain bikes and horseback riding, as well as all of the um, tubing and water skiing and kneeboarding are signups. And we put up signups at the beginning of the week and then again on Wednesday. So everybody gets a chance to sign up. Um, and then people can sign up with their friends. The whole unit can sign up at the same time, or they can sign up individually, and that's totally fine. Um, and then there's all of the, most of the aquatics is just walk up, uh, check into the area. The range is also a walk up program. So again, you can go down um, you know, with your buddy or with your whole unit, and that's totally fine. Okay. Now I know that. Uh... Uh, just just because I've I've been to SBARF and uh, I've been to summer camp there, I know that uh, there there is a couple camps right in there, and I know a lot of units will go there. And this is a, would be a good option for units coming to the uh, some regular summer camp programs at SBARF Ranch uh, to have some of their older scouts come into this program. Would that be accurate? Absolutely. Um, it would be, you know, if your week overlaps there, um, it would be great to send your older scouts over, um, have maybe the older scout patrol camp over at Swift, um, and get to do something that's different, something um, not ad advancement based. A lot of those older scouts that have come to camp year after year have done all of the merit badges. They they want something new. So this would be a great opportunity to keep those scouts interested, keep those scouts coming to camp. Um, camp is a great place no matter what, and um, this is a great way to keep people involved. Exactly. I, I, I totally agree. And that's, that's part of why this podcast and website exists, is to promote high adventure opportunities for the older scouts and keeping them involved in, in scouting longer than they would be otherwise. Mm -hmm. So um, where do most of the, uh, the scouts uh, that participate and the, the venturers participate uh, come from uh, geographically? Is it mostly from kind of the Midwest or have you had people from outside the area? We've had people from outside the area, actually. Um, we certainly get a lot of our people from uh, Greater St. Louis Area Council. A lot of our um, crews come down um, and have been coming down for years and years. But we've also had units come in um, largely from the Midwest. We've had a few from Arkansas that have come a couple of times. We've had a number of units from Ohio, um, from Memphis, from Chicago, kind of all over the place. Um, 
we've had then when we've had units come in from further distances, sometimes they come in and spend the night at Beaumont on the way down um, and then continue that drive into camp. We're about an hour and a half outside of St. Louis. So um, that's something we've been able to work out with units. Um, we've also had some of the units that have to come a farther distance come in on Saturday, spend the night in the tree houses or um, camped somewhere else on property so that they're there for check-in on Sunday. Right. And those of you don't know from outside of the area, I know where Beaumont camp is, but uh, that's uh, uh, just south of uh, downtown St. Louis um, and not too far from Six Flags in St. Louis. So it's uh, just just down the road. Beautiful camp. And uh, what's the is it? Yeah, I guess it's a, probably about an hour and a half, hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half from Beaumont. Does that sound yep. about right? OK. All right. Uh, so it's fairly everything's fairly easy to get to. Um, We all know the major high adventure bases around the country, and they offer some awesome programs. Have you been searching for a cool alternative from your typical high adventure trip? As a scout leader, I want to give our scouts some great alternatives. You need to check out highadventurescouting.com. You'll find information on over 30 different council high adventure bases in 24 states. Maybe you're looking for a do-it-yourself option and need some ideas. Maybe you've taken a great trip and you want to share your good fortune with your fellow scouts and scouters. Just send us the details and we'll publish your trip. Whatever your interest, highadventurescouting.com is the one-stop shop for all things high adventure. That's highadventurescouting.com. As far as uh, you know, does, does do the, uh, the weeks that you offer the SWIFT program, does that, uh, do they fill up? Is there a time frame that People need to sign up their uh, their scouts and venturers. Uh, they certainly do fill up at times. Um, we're a very small camp. We have a limit of 125 youth, um, partly because that way we can offer the program to everyone. Um, we can get everybody out onto the programs and also with the dining hall and the tents that we have that works better. So we do fill up at times. Um, so definitely registering early is a good idea. Uh, and it kind of surprises me which week fills up each year. Sometimes it's the earlier weeks, sometimes it's the later weeks. And, and this is a, a unique program where it's only offered a couple weeks, uh, generally in July, I mm-hmm. believe, every year. So, and that, that could change year to year, but uh, currently that's, uh, that's how, that, uh, how that works, correct? Correct. Um, and we also add themes to each week. So um, the weeks sometimes fill up because of just schedules. Um, and it fits into people's schedules better to come one week compared to the other. And sometimes it has to do uh, with the theme we've added for the week, um, whether it's shooting sports or um, additional aquatics programs. Um, sometimes that does influence the filling up. Now, when you have uh, my my unit is is going down to summer camp at SBRF this summer, so that's why I know a little bit more about this uh, this option. Uh, once uh, units obviously they're signed up they have maybe have some older boys that want to do this program how early do they need to indicate yes uh, i want to i want to do this program instead of take uh, mirror badges or other options so they would actually sign up for this separately we do have a separate registration for this um okay all right that, that's that's good to know for especially for leaders who wanting to know yeah, that so absolutely and um if, especially if you're sp- sending that older boy patrol, um, 
if you've only got one leader that can come with them, we do pair up units frequently. Um, and like I said earlier, we can take individuals for provisional and put them in with units. So um, we're pretty right. flexible with that. Now, is there now kind of going down that same path? Are there, um, let's say you had a older boy patrol, is there a typical size or max size that you want to look at or minimum before you, you know, combine units together? Uh, or is it kind of? No, like- we've had everything from, um, units of really family members where it's been a a dad and two kids come down all the way up to um, larger units with 20, 30 uh, youth in them. So it's, there's not really any, uh, any limits with that. Oh, wow. That's, that's a big, that's a big unit. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So you indicated that, uh, and kind of just starting out, you have, have wall tents that are provided is there, uh, it just sounds like it's kind of minimal um, supplies that people need to bring with them, you know, just like you would to summer camp, uh, sleeping Absolutely. bag, pillow, pack, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Yeah, we've got the wall tents um, with the cots and the um, picnic tables on site. There's benches on site as well. Um, a fly, uh, generally two flies on site. And then um, because it's the dining hall, you don't need to really bring any of your cooking stuff. If you want to bring stuff to have a fire or make a cobbler or any of that, uh, that certainly is welcome. But um, pretty minimal. It's People don't usually bring their camping trailers down or any of that because you don't Mm -hmm. really need much more than your personal things. Exactly. Camping trailer. This is a scout. Don't do that. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Exactly. So, um, now I, uh, uh, th- th- this is, this is interesting to know, uh, these, these kind of details because, um, uh, I think this is a great, looks like a great option, uh, f- especially for standalone or those with, uh, older scouts to be able to, do a program like this mm-hmm. and it's kind of a high adventure summer camp basically exactly yeah that's great um well what other cool and interesting facts uh, do you want everybody to know about swift that you know i've just kind of run through a bunch of stuff i'm curious about so what what have you found that's been interesting or any stories that that might have come about from from uh, your time as camp director I think the most interesting thing to me is watching how the youth um, gravitate to certain areas. We certainly have some youth that come down and they spend their entire week down at the beach and they might be swimming one day or sailing or out on the stand-up paddle boards. Um, Sometimes they go through all the different boats we have down there. Um, And then we've got other youth that really hone in on the shooting sports and they're down at the range every day. Um, We have a we have a lot of different choices down at the range between the pistols and cowboy action and chalkball. Um, we have um, archery is down there with the same range director, and then we'll have him come up and do the um, sporting arrows. So it's neat to see the youth really get to um, hone in on the things they're interested in. And it's really fun to see those youth that come back year after year and just see the the growth in them and see the confidence um, that comes from really pushing themselves to the limit. Um, it's not every day you get to go stand at the edge of a 70-foot cliff um, and go rappelling off of that. But 
the confidence that they come out of the week with is just amazing to see. Well, that sounds cool. And, and the, uh, uh, the facility is, is top notch. It's, it's extremely uh, awesome area to be uh, not just for, for summer camp, but for other activities like, like climbing uh, and, and some of the other areas you guys cover. So, well, that, that sounds really cool. And I, uh, I encourage everybody to get some information on that. Um, well, Lisa, I, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank Lisa Abernathy, past director for the Swift High Adventure Base, for joining us today. You can get more information on the Swift programs at stlbsa.org. That's stlbsa.org. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to tell your friends about this podcast. You can find us online at highadventurescouting.com, on Facebook or Instagram. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcasts, just email us at info at highadventurescouting.com. This podcast and website are independent and not affiliated with any youth organization. Happy High Adventure! This has been a production of High Adventure Resources.